Welcome to the first session of GW Integrative Medicine. We're going to call ourselves GWIM, the podcast about integrative medicine, disease prevention, and health promotion from the Office of Integrative Medicine and Health at the George Washington University School of Medicine and Health Sciences. Hi, I am Dr. John Pan, and I'm the founding medical director of the Office of Integrative Medicine and Health. And I'm Janet Rodriguez, Administrative Director of the Office of Integrative Medicine and Health, and this is GWIM Podcast. We look forward to creating a, a collaborative space here at GW to engage, educate, and support your interest in integrative medicine and health. All right, let's dive into some questions. Dr. Pan, what is your background in integrative medicine and health? So this goes back more than 20 years uh, when the term and the concept of integrative medicine was really just emerging. Uh, There was no established model, so I had both the burden and the freedom uh, to develop a model of clinical practice that did not exist. Uh, I learned from the practice of traditional Chinese medicine that if one optimize the health of the patient, then all the maladies will evolve, Uh, I mean resolve. Uh, The idea that the disease symptoms can be resolved without directly treating the disease was an aha moment for me. I also learned that uh, William Osler, the father of internal medicine said, a good doctor treats the disease an excellent doctor treats the patient. So if our intent is to treat the whole patient and not just the disease, then our toolbox needs to extend beyond drugs and surgery. So when I first started the Center for Integrative Medicine in 1998, I created a team of highly qualified uh, complementary and alternative medicine practitioners Uh, that include nutritionist, a Reiki master, a chiropractor, an acupuncturist, and a massage therapist. Uh, We had weekly meetings, and as a team, we developed treatment plans to complement what patients were already receiving in conventional medicine. So I guess you can say that I am self-trained or trained by my fellow practitioners which is how people uh, are trained in in medicine and the health professions. So, Dr. Pan, when you talk about um, things to complement what a patient was already receiving from conventional medicine, can you give us an example? So, say the the patient is having a headache. Uh, The cause of a headache can be multiple. Uh, If we just give patient an aspirin and really not look at the root cause of the headache, uh, we've just uh, prevented that headache, but we really have not resolved the the, uh, issue for the patient. So the issue may be patient was tense and the headache is coming from muscles uh, that's in tension along the back and the neck. So, so these are the ways that we are treating uh, the patient's condition without directing 
directly at the symptom. So in, in a case like this, what um, complementary uh, practice would, would you suggest or therapy? Uh, so in that case, uh, the massage therapist would be the prime uh, uh, practice that we would be focusing on. Uh, but of course, there are other causes of headaches uh, that can also involve, say, uh, the the skill of an acupuncturist. Uh, so there are many things that we need to uh, address, and the focus then will be on the patient uh, rather than just the disease. Now, can you tell me a little bit about why doctors and other healthcare professionals um, should make use of integrative medicine therapeutic approaches? So one of the first things that uh, we have to come to realize is that uh, our uh, biochemical disease care model is not complete. Uh, how many times do we have to tell the patient uh, that this is the diagnosis that you have, but unfortunately we do not have a treatment protocol that will address the problem. And also, there are many times that based on the patient's symptoms and the diagnosis, we instituted all the correct uh, treatment, and yet the patient don't respond to our treatment. So what do we do? There's something that is missing. And maybe more importantly, uh, the patient nowadays are uh, demanding that we should not use drugs and surgery as our first line of treatment, but instead we need to look at how we can harness our own ability to heal uh, within ourselves. And that's, uh, that's a real challenge. And in order to meet that challenge, uh, we have to learn about the integrated medicine approaches to the healing process. On the one hand, obviously, it is really impossible for us to learn all the individual skills, but I think the minimum we should be able to do is to try to guide the patient really how to navigate in what can be a very treacherous and, and expensive uh, internet world of the CAM practices. So are you saying you don't want people to depend on Dr. Google? Uh, you can do it, but with caution. And, and, and we should frankly have the responsibility of uh, helping uh, to direct the patient. Uh, but if we don't uh, have a really a sort of positively engage our patient in this area and, and ignore it, uh, patients basically will just go around our backs and do what they feel is best for them. And that certainly is not what we want to do. Because they may not have all the information that they need to make an informed decision. Uh, exactly. And, and we are the ones that uh, should have that informed knowledge to help them. So how is uh, GW preparing doctors and other healthcare professionals to provide this method of healthcare? 
Well, I think that's a great question, and we have the answers. Uh, so I think it is uh, critical that as a teaching uh, institution, we need to provide our doctors uh, the knowledge to uh, help them guide their patients. And, and that is a knowledge-based uh, guidance and not one based on sort of cell-conceived uh, biases. Uh, so at uh, Health Sciences, uh, we have in place a, a certificate and master's program in integrative medicine where you can receive a 15-credit course or 30-credit master's course and you can find that uh, at uh, Health Sciences at the uh, School of Medicine and Health Sciences website. Uh, if you click on Integrated Medicine, and you can see the details. And we intend to uh, f invite Dr. Andrew Heyman uh, to uh, present a, a podcast and give you all the details about that program. Now. Did Dr. Heyman uh, create the program? Uh, Dr. Heyman uh, actually developed the curriculum and he is currently the program director. Uh, this is a very rigorous and demanding academic program and not everyone has the interest and the commitment to roll in the entire program. And so we have plans to develop uh, learning modules uh, that are more accessible and focus on what a busy medical practitioner needs to know regarding integrated medicine. At the same time, at the medical school level, uh, first-year medical students can uh, enter into a four-year special uh, interest track in integrated medicine. And students can also elect a two-week uh, elective in integrative medicine in the fourth year. And we also offer a uh, very innovative two-week elective in culinary nutrition. I think that's the, the most recent contribution um, in integrative medicine at GW, yes? Uh, yes. So in addition to that, at the graduate medical education level, uh, the primary care residents can also do a four-week elective in integrative medicine. And we also offer uh, a integrative medicine fellowship in geriatric medicine. So we have a pretty full program of uh, education for our docs at uh, GW. Now, what role does the Office of Integrative Medicine and Health play in all this? Uh, the, the OIMH uh, provides the uh, administrative support for all IM programs at GW. Uh, and uh, as the administrative director, Janet, you play a critical role. Uh, without you, we would not be even having this podcast. Uh, the office uh, serves to organize meetings, conferences, grand rounds, create a presence in the social media, coordinate programs with other IM organizations. So uh, basically anything you can think of. And beyond the administrative functions, 
I think one of the things that's really important that we need to do is create the bridge between conventional medical practitioners, integrative uh, MDs, and integrative complementary alternative medical practitioners, and more importantly, connecting them with the patients. And this is the only way uh, that we can provide the safest and the most effective uh, health care and not just disease care. It seems to be very patient-focused or patient-centered, as we would say nowadays. Yes, yes. I think that's the key word is wrapping uh, our patient uh, care plan around the patient because each patient is different and we really uh, should not be uh, focusing uh, our treatment plan based on the disease and not individualized and based on the needs of the individual patient. So speaking of patients, um, we have a patient uh, to thank for uh, providing the funding uh, to establish the Office of Integrative Medicine and Health. Do you want to tell our listeners a little more about that? Yes. Yeah, so one of my very good friend uh, and his wife, uh, Dr. Patrick Sung and, and Marguerite Sung, uh, they are patients of mine, and they are the ones that uh, provide the funding to establish the Office of Integrative Medicine and Health here at GW. So I think it's about time for us to wrap up this inaugural podcast, Dr. Pan. Is there anything that I haven't asked you that you might like our listeners to know? Yeah, one of the uh, concepts I really like to uh, convey is that integrative medicine is really not another silo in the practice of medicine. Uh, it is really a philosophy of practice that can be embraced by all health practitioners. You have to see your patients beyond the disease and the tools of your trade, whether you are a surgeon or an acupuncturist is not important. So I think it's something that you should all try it. And I think you all like it. Dr. Pan, thank you for answering some of the questions on the minds of healthcare professionals and students interested in integrative medicine and health. And you are listening to the GWIM podcast with GW's Office of Integrative Medicine and Health. For more information, go to smhs.gwu.edu backslash O-I-M-H. That's smhs.gwu.edu backslash O-I-M-H. And this is Dr. John Pan. And this is Janet Rodriguez. Thanks for listening.